Hey friends, welcome to the Well-Tended Life Podcast. What is a well-tended life? Well, let me start by telling you what it's not. A well-tended life is not a set-it-and-forget-it life, nor is it a perfect life. It is, though, a life that is worked on every day, in the sunshine and through the storms. And the truth is, what worked in our life gardens last season may not work in the next. That's why, here at the Well-Tended Life Podcast, we're interviewing people who have grown and bloomed true in a variety of seasons and who are willing to share their well-tended wisdom and weed-whacking advice with us. Listen in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Well-Tended Life Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Wilt, a speaker, writer, and what I like to call a heart cultivator who is on a mission to help you and me grow through any season. Well, to tell the truth, guys, I had a completely different podcast planned for today, but last week, a family friend died. And as you would expect, my heart has been heavy with grief and this idea of what we sow and leave behind. So in my journal time today, I was reminded about something I wrote on this subject a few years back, which prompted me to reread it. And I think really today, I just want to share it with you. This was a piece that I was asked by author Marta McDowell to write about the generational love of gardening among my great-great-grandmother's descendants. And it was for an after afterward to her book, the it's called Unearthing the Secret Garden, The Plants and Places That Inspired Frances Hodgson Burnett. Y'all, it's a beautiful book, and I was so thrilled to even be asked to be a part of it. And don't worry, I'll put the link to it in the show notes um, at the end of this. And the piece was titled Sowing Seeds. And I'm just going to read it. And I'm going to leave it here for your heart to soak up and think through and make you really think, hopefully, about the seeds that you're sowing every single day. Because we're not promised tomorrow. I was reminded of that this last week with this friend's death. Sowing Seeds by Carrie Wilt. Frances Hodgson Burnett's great-great-granddaughter. That's me. It opens with the quote from The Secret Garden out of chapter 25 that says, And the secret garden bloomed and bloomed, and every morning revealed new miracles. Morning miracles have been happening in our family for over 150 years. They can all be traced back to the seeds that each generation has chosen to sow. My great-great-grandmother Frances was a seed planter long before she ever had a garden of her own. She planted her words on paper so that readers could be entertained. She planted joy in the hearts of orphan boys on Drury Lane in London by building a library for them. She even planted courage in her son as he died of tuberculosis so he would not be afraid of death. And she planted happy endings so that others might believe in them too. 
whether we can keep a houseplant alive or not, the seeds we plant with our words and actions have the power to make things come alive in generations to come. What will you choose to plant? Kindness? Encouraging words? A garden? In the secret garden, Mary asks Dickon, will you show me the seeds? Actual gardening can be intimidating. So let me give you some hope if you have been holding out. Our family's love of gardening was not the result of kneeling side by side with previous generations with our hands in the dirt. It was born through observation of the happiness that a garden creates. Each generation of our family learned to love and tend gardens by mimicking what we saw. Frances didn't physically teach me, her granddaughter or great-granddaughter or her son Vivian how to garden. All she did was plant and water the seeds in her own backyard. Mary muses in the secret garden, if I had a little spade, I could dig somewhere and I might make a little garden. Y'all, the simple act of sowing seeds and the blooms that followed inspired Francis's son to grow good things too. What he planted then went on to inspire his daughter, whose blooms delighted her daughter, whose blossoms continue to inspire me. My mother never put me to work in her garden either, but she planted the seed by simply showing me the joy it brought her. It was reflected in the kitchen table pitcher that overflowed with her weekly floral bounty. It was captured in the photos she took of bloom after beautiful bloom. I saw it also in her hope-filled face as she tucked buckets of bulbs into bare beds each season. She never worked a day in the gardens of her great-grandmother or her grandfather, Vivian, but 60 years later, my mother can still recall the smell of rich, damp earth that would waft into their dining room from the nearby greenhouses on a warm summer day. Although she can't tell you the color of the spades they used, she can describe in vivid detail the colorful garden spaces where she would swing and run with her sister each summer. I love how in the secret garden, the robin showed Mary the way, but he didn't make her walk through the door. She did that all on her own. And my hope is that you will now look around you with a fresh set of eyes and discover the good things that you want to grow in your own life and garden. And to help you on this mission, on behalf of the family, I am proclaiming today that you are now an official secret gardener. The seeds you choose to plant in your own backyard and heart are totally up to you. But I want to encourage you to choose wisely. Choose kind words over angry ones. Plant goodness 
water what matters most instead of the weeds. And tend consistently to your garden and life so they will grow into something that can inspire and uplift generations to come. Blessings and Blooms, Carrie. I'm just going to leave that there. I'm just going to leave those words there for you to think about. But here's what I know. My friend Patty, my family friend Patty, who passed away, she planted goodness everywhere she went. What will you choose to plant today? You have a choice.